0: It's too high, bro. This is too high. Better take the water off. Oh no. <laughs> oh, okay. oh thank you. Oh <coughs> <coughs> Nirupam suks mum nis niriham gagana sadri samisham sarvaputadivasam. Om shanti 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 hi. We worship the stainless Paramahamsa Sri Ramakrishna beyond the comparison, the subtlest of the subtle, transcendent, desireless, infinite as the sky the lord and ground of all being the venerable supreme brahman an embodiment of existence and knowledge which is beyond the three gunas Oh, peace 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 be unto us all today our topic is Sri Ramakrishna an inspiration of this age Sri Ramakrishna in the history stands for a very special spiritual dimension in the history of the humankind inspiration We, the people of the world, always need inspiration. Inspiration, how to live in the world, in peace, how to be in harmony with others, how to embrace and understand others' religious path, tradition, and also how to lead a wonderful life based on spirituality whether in household life or in monastic tradition so there are many inspirations which we can get from the incarnations incarnations are always come to inspire us not for a particular age not for a particular particular space a particular area of the world, but they come for the good of humanity forever. So in this age of conflict and confusion, these troubles and turmoils, religious fights and killings, sincere seekers of truth, the peace-loving people are all searching for a life Of idealism and inspiration. We can talk about. Inspiration by words. That may be intellectual. That may please certain people. But. That won't bring. The real inspiration. For building a new. World altogether. The innate potential divinity. Which is in every one of us. But who would kindle that hidden power by his own extraordinary life of selflessness love for God and humanity renunciation holiness and purity who will lead mankind to the goal of peace and perfection there stands Sri Ramakrishna's life as an ideal the great French servant, Roman Roland, he has said in the biography of Sri Ramakrishna, about Sri Ramakrishna, he said, the man, is very oft quoted lines, that the man, means Sri Ramakrishna, whose image I here evoke, was the consummation of 2,000 years of spiritual life, of 300 million people. Now, of course, it is 1.2 billion. His soul animated the modern India. He was no hero of action like Gandhi, or no genius in art or thought like Gete or Tagore, But his inner life embraced the whole multiplicity of men and gods. He continues, Very few go back to the source. And there Sri Ramakrishna was wedded to it, thus bearing out the words of the Upanishads, I am more ancient than the radiant gods. I am firstborn of the beings. I am the artery of immortality. This is to understand Sri Ramakrishna. He stands for a total civilization which has grown in thousands of years. And in the paths of spiritual journey made by millions of people taking the freedom of their own spiritual choice, the path, the test of their own life, and reaching the goal. Here stands Sri Ramakrishna, a consummation of all them, all of them. Christopher Isharud has commented in Sri Ramakrishna's life and said that a perfect life of harmony. Of all spiritual moods and emotions made him a phenomenon. Sri Ramakrishna was extraordinary and mysterious. Most of all to those who are best fitted to understand him. A phenomenon is always a fact and an object of experience. This is beautiful explanation about Sri Ramakrishna's contribution His life is a perfect harmony of all spiritual moods and emotions. And that made him a phenomenon. All spiritual moods and all phenomena. all, All the emotions which human mind can bear. Sri Ramakrishna stood for that. And that's why people coming from all the different strata of life. From their background whether a Shiva devotee or a devotee of the mother or a devotee of the Krishna or of Kali or they he is a uh, Christian or a Muslim could find in Sri Ramakrishna the perfect embodiment of their ideal. And that created a total difference in the environment of seeing that that is only one reality and harmony is established that's why it is Sri Ramakrishna is unique in that he stands for the ultimate values in life if we look at Sri Ramakrishna's life he always gives the highest value of life as God realization that's why ultimate values in life, and his life was a cry for God. He put the highest value of human life, that's God realization, over and above our temporary goals and values. He stands as an inspiration before the world, confused with the changing values. And he leads us, the eternal values, only meaningful and purposeful, to be achieved in this human body. In our life we have no map of life. Why we are here? What is the meaning and purpose of life? We put values to certain ideas, thoughts, objects, Something of the changing character. Today we love one subject, tomorrow other, and which turns into another. So the goal always changing. And our life goes away. Here stands Sri Ramakrishna in inspiration how to place the value, the ultimate value of life before us does not mean that we will not go through our day-to-day experience and our duties and responsibilities but it is of great importance to have this value set before our life we as children we used to like candies that was our values Anything is done if it can bring candy Sami Vivekananda said in one place to a baby that is the only value if it does not bring candy then what is the meaning of this research or doing anything when we become little young our values change our friendship our meaning our goal of life seems totally different and we mature then our values change and we understand the life has a different purpose. The death, the disease, these, that, when you face together, then comes the inner voice comes. What is the value? What did I do? People look back to their life and look. What did I do? Sri Ramakrishna stands there from the very beginning as fixing the goal of life as the realization of the divine, realization of who we are and what we are where we are heading in our journey of life. It is not that Sri Ramakrishna alone has said this. Sri Ramakrishna put this question to the modern people, and wherever he used to go, he will ask people, what do you say about life? What do you say about life's goal? And we find that Sri Ramakrishna, like a child, asking them the question, And he himself is an embodiment of that answer. And Sri Ramakrishna turned the attention of the people that those goals through which we are focused may be important for the time, but there should be an unchanging goal. And that is to know what we are, who we are. And that's why Sri Ramakrishna's whole life if we look at from the early days when he was a young boy he is going into seclusion in a nearby place nearby a little bit forest and then in silence or in cremation ground and sitting for the quest of the unknown. And his cry was for knowing the truth, and all is saying, and crying, and another day is gone. Oh, mother, another day is gone. The sun is setting, and the western horizon. The day is gone, and I have not realized you. So this cry, that makes him very special. It is. It is not he only. All the saints and sages of the world cried for God, but. The speciality of this is that in this age when our attention is drawn towards most commercial things, where the values are changing today, you stand before, sit before the television, and immediately you get some inspiration to purchase one thing and then get another inspiration to get another. And then tomorrow you sit before the television again, you see something more attracting. So this is the question. That these are the changing things which attract our attention. And we are actually a victim into that circumstances and situation. So how then life's ultimate goal can be fixed. And Ramakrishna said that people shed jar full of tears uh, for the things which are temporary. If we lose little money, we are upset. If we lose somebody looks at us with little non-smiling face, our joy, he gets evaporated, and someone praises a bit little ha 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 ho, then we get high up in the mountain. So this is our condition, and we are how to find that your independence. Where is the independence? This is the question. The search for this independence, Sri Ramakrishna stands. There, in his own glory, in Katha we have read that this life has a meaning. Where he says that 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 are we born like the seeds of corn or paddy seeds, as they grow into the ground, and then the plant becomes a little bit. Uh, with flowery and then it comes into that grains born and then they ripen and then they die. It is like that we are also born one day and running from one point to the other point and in search of joy, immortality, peace and happiness and one day everything is finished death is knocking at the door. Is this a life? That's why it says Shashyam Iva Marta Jayate Pachate Punaha is it this life is for that? That's why we find that no, it is not that. There is a meaning of life, there is a purpose of life. This has been mentioned in the Upanishads, this has been mentioned in the uh, scriptures of all uh, religions. But specifically with these Indian spiritual texts, we find it again and again emphasized. But still, we need a living example. And the living example of the past, we forget. But if we see somebody before us, we can build up our life in his inspiration. In the Maitri, in the Chanda says, that question, Jagga talking to his wife, and asking that I am going leaving this home, so you, please share my home and wealth and everything, both of the wives, then Maitri came forward and said, uh, what shall I do with it, if it does not give me immortality? Yena aham aham kena kurjam, what shall I do with this valueless thing, with this money, with this house, with this building, and all these things, if I cannot attain to that immortality, amrita. Eh? So, and and in the we find in the Vivekuchuramani, the crest of discrimination, we find that there are the same quest it is said that this human life is mo- most valuable, and this valuable life should have to be utilized in proper way it is said in the very beginning that it is human life is very rare and to having a human body and then the desire to know something, to know something higher, and then to get somebody to guide us, as spiritual teacher. These are all rare things. Even getting all these things, people cannot utilize the life in proper way, in its fulfillment. That's why Vivekha Churamani says that there cannot be any there is no hope of immortality by means of riches such indeed is the declaration of the Vedas hence it is clear that works which is done for only material development cannot bring that liberation and freedom and it is said in the verse number four and five that. This life, Labdhva Kathanchit Naradur Narajanma Dhur Labham, getting this wonderful human birth and then having this zeal and learning of the scriptures, Tatra Pipungastang Srutiparo Darsanam, that person just to Atma Muktoonajateto, that person who does not strive for realization of. His own divine self, so he Atma, that person, he, he suicides, commits suicide for himself. Sang Hanti, He is killing himself. He is destroying his spiritual wisdom. This is a call this is in Shankara, but Sankara went back, past, We forgot that, and Shankara is a one-sided way of looking at life. But here we can find Ramakrishna where all sidedness is there. It is only one-pointed non-dualistic ideal and a monastic ideal. What Shankara stands? Here Sri Ramakrishna stands for all class of people of all tendencies and temperament. See Shankara again says that when one person is so serious and one is tormented in the life struggle, then he will reach a spiritual teacher. And he says it's a very powerful verse where He says that Dudbara Shangsaro Dhavagni Taptam Dudhuyamanang Duradhishtravati Bhita Prapanang Puripahi Mitto Sharanam Anyang Tadahang Najani is talking about. The sincere, eager heart, who's who's seeking for the knowledge of the truth, how he is restless. He feels, to that, if he, he feels that he is tormented. He is getting burnt into the situations of life, and he is going to his seeker of truth, asking for teachers, save me from death, afflicted as I am by the unquenchable fire of this forest of the world and second violently by the winds of an untoward lot terrified and so seeking refuge in thee for I do not know of any other man with whom to seek shelter see Ramakrishna says that if one seeks for God then God cannot stay away so this is an inspiration that yes we should be having some demand, need in our heart and Sri Ramakrishna stands there an example how this is exemplified this verse says that one should be afflicted in feeling that unquenchable fire as it were burning as if the life is meaningless, purposeless so that we can find an example before us, Sri Ramakrishna Sri Ramakrishna stands as the ideal that this life is not meant only for just getting satisfied with petty things, little things. Yes, petty things can give us petty joys. But that cannot give us eternal joy. And that cannot bring eternal peace in our heart. So he points to that and he lived that life. So uh, Sri Ramakrishna is inspiring us to put this value before our life. That this life has A great purpose and we may do whatever we do but the goal is to be fixed. Goal is that freedom, ultimate truth to be known. That's why the goal in the Upanishad has been fixed that way again and again. And we find that this is attainable. That's why uh, the greatest beautiful verse of the Upanishad which says uh, declaring that the world that you know Srinantu visve, Amritasta Putra Ajidhamani Dibyanitastu Vedahometam Purusham Mahantam Adityavaranam Tamasha Parasdvat. Here is the declaration. Oh, listen, oh, ye the immortal children of immortal bliss. Vedahometam, I have known that truth. Purushang Mahantam That great, grand, great, grand spiritual truth effalience by knowing which everything is known Aditya Varnam which is of the nature of brightness and luminous, luminosity beyond all of all darkness and not only knowing that Tam Viditwa, if only one can know that truth He can conquer death. Otherwise, there is no rescue from the death. Nanna Pantha. There is no other means. There is no other way to get out of the problems of death and suffering. Until and unless one knows this truth. So, these are very great inspirational. Again, what Sri Ramakrishna stands before us, that inspiration he stands as an inspiration, in personified inspiration. His everyday movement, everyday search, and every moment's life is dedicated for this knowing this immortal truth and conquering death and all the sufferings of life. So, actually, this idealism which is blessed, which is blessed before us by the ancient sages and saints. This the Sri Ramakrishna lived, relived that, revitalized that, assuming and assuring, assuming a life of God-centeredness and reasserting the truth, which was covered in the mist of the unknown. We can another point we can think about that. In this world, we need peace and harmony. So, peace, who can bring peace unless one has peace within? How much trouble we create in the society by being our restlessness. We put our restlessness and destroy the peaceful environment, bring it a, into a situation which is very difficult to live and today's context we can find that how peace can be restored and peace can be destroyed it is going on through the history it is not today's only it is the perpetual history of human nature that peace can be created and peace can be destroyed Christ said blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God Sri Ramakrishna stood there to show that peace can be established in life and it can be brought back to our society. It has this the same attempt has been done by all the saints and sages of the past Christ, Buddha, Sri Chaitanya and also Many areas, this trying to people are trying to bring peace back, but this peace, which is brought, which can be brought by other means, will not be a perpetual peace because it will get destroyed because of the human weaknesses and human expectations. So, Sri Ramakrishna did not bring this peace by politics or talking intellectual talks but by finding the unity the universe and unity with this universe unity with human being human unity with the whole nature by diving deep into the level of consciousness which is the substratum of our very existence Swami Vivekananda said that He lived that great life and I read the meaning. Never a word of condemnation for anyone. Once I had been attacking one of our sects of diabolists, I had been raving on three hours and he had listened quietly and well well said the old man as I finished perhaps every house may have back door who knows this is the uniqueness of Sri Ramakrishna he never condemned anyone he never condemned any path of spiritual journey how Negative, it may be. How dispelling it may be in the minds of sophisticated people, but Sri Ramakrishna didn't find fault there, and he tried to encourage them through that path only. Sri Ramakrishna went to several places. In the, if we read in the life, that they are doing, they they were to. Doing some spiritual practices. He thought that how they start their spiritual practice. So he was inspired to go there. And he used to run in so many corners like that. And when he went there. He found that they are engaged in drinking only. Alcohol. And then he thought okay let them drink a bit little. But then they will start their spiritual practice. But. They went on and then become. Uh, mad and started dancing and more drinking. So even there, going there, he said there is some truth. They are searching for the same truth. It is the uniqueness of Sri Ramakrishna's life. How intolerant people cannot adjust with others feelings and emotions. This is, uh, I am much higher than anyone's path. That is, of course, That much respect should be in one's faith and one's tradition, what one is following in the spiritual journey. But not to just destroy others, not to be critical and not to wipe them out from the world. People today, and and it is going on thousands of years, how people are fighting one religion versus another religion, one's path versus other's path. But here we find Sri Ramakrishna stands there as a a person of total understanding and compassion. And that is the type of people who can bring peace in the world. Not superficial talks. Not sweet words which will make people understand that someone is a great peacemaker. But it is not that. It is coming from, springing from the heart. Because he has the total concept that we are all consciously or unconsciously moving towards that one goal. Rather, if you have, you be a peacemaker, if you can help, go and help and boost them into their spiritual journey. Who are you to criticize only merely not contributing anything to their spiritual life? But people forget that. People go with their own fanatic ideas, With their egotistic personality, with their pomp and power of the sword or whatever weapon, and try to correct everyone. That is not the purpose, that is not the way of peace. So Sri Ramakrishna was a peacemaker in that sense. Even it is unprecedented in the life of Sri Ramakrishna that he... energized the other disciples of his to see things in a different perspective. Not to pull down anyone, anyone's path. That's why he said there are many royal roads to reach the destination, but there are also some negative path, directions. You can reach that same goal. As Sri Ramakrishna gave another example that one can reach the top of a Uh, multi-storied building by the grand staircase uh, or escalator or lift but there are also ways one can go to the back door which is dirty and then climb uh, putting some bamboo poles holding that you can climb the roof or you can climb the roof by a hanging rope or you can do whatever way but people have their different taste what can you do so point is that Sri Ramakrishna's contribution of bringing peace is that his wonderful message that you be serious in your spiritual journey but at the same time dive deep into your spiritual practice have tremendous love and faith for your own convictions but don't criticize others as you want to enjoy freedom allow others to enjoy freedom but we are intolerant even in the path of spiritual journey and the third point which is very important uh, we all discuss again and again about that is that sri ramakrishna himself was the parliament of religions sami vivekananda said That long before the ideals of universal religion and brotherly feeling between different sects were mooted and discussed in any country in the world, here, in sight of this city, means Calcutta, had been living a man whose whole life was the parliament of religion as it should be. It is Swami Vivekananda saying, the parliament of religion embodied in the personality of Sri Ramakrishna that is the uniqueness the impersonal ideal cannot be understood if we say all religions are true unless we find such unique example we can see to the personal expression of such holy person and That is the inspiration which world can learn. And Sri Ramakrishna's advent in India. We needed Sri Ramakrishna for India's regeneration. Because according to Swami Vivekananda, politics or political ideas or social activities or other things cannot do any help in India. Swami Vivekananda says, quote, Political ideas Personages Representing political ideals Even social ideals Commercial ideals Would have no power in India We want spiritual ideals Before us We want enthusiastically To gather around Grand spiritual names Our heroes must be spiritual Such a hero Was born Was being given to us In the person of Sri Rama, Krishna Paramahansa if the nation wants to rise, take my words for it. It will have to rally enthusiastically around this name of Sri Ramakrishna. He has become a little fanatic, it seems here. <laughs> As if, uh, though he is so liberal, but he is saying that to, uh, the India's regeneration depends on uh, the centering, the focusing the life around Ramakrishna's way of living. So we find that what his uniqueness is this. He is not a political leader. But he was a person. He presented an ideal. And centering that ideal of oneness. All the. Development. All the. Greatest qualities. Will be developed. And you know India. Is really a unique place. Where thousands of sects. And thousands of. Ideals, spiritual ideals are living side by side, coincided side by side. It is without much terrible bloodshed, much terrible fight and it is going for thousands of years because there are the wonderful saints and sages who developed in their spiritual depth this understanding of peace and that was transmitted. But Sri Ramakrishna was the very unique. Sri Ramakrishna was... You, different stories go like that. One day, Sri Ramakrishna uh, went... No, no. sami Premananda went... Uh, in the holy temple of Jagannath in Puri. And there was one Christian father. He was preaching Christianity as the highest and naturally innocent people were listening to that and sami Premananda he happened to be there and listening to this type of preaching he felt that these innocent people are wrongly guided they need not have to be changed in another religion but they will have to deepen their spiritual practice Anyhow, whatever he thought, he started singing and dancing in glories of uh, the Lord. Uh, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, something like that. He started singing and dancing. And you know, Hindu mind, as soon as they heard one monk standing and dancing in the name of God, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, and Krishna Krishna, like that. And the whole congregation who was listening to the talk of the Christian priest or catholic priest I do not know who is which cat denomination then all these people one by one left that father and then all turned towards premananda and they started dancing and singing and the uh, preacher was disappointed and he left that place and see at least premananda was very satisfied that he did a good job <laughs> And then he finds that night Sri Ramakrishna came into his dream. You see, it is very, really unusual story to hear about that. He he said that, why did you did that thing, that priest, he was preaching me only. Why did you change them into your group and you started dancing and singing? Huh? You have... Wounded his feeling. And he was preaching me only. See, this is the great thing. If Ramakrishna is a man, we don't care for that. But we want Ramakrishna that principle which stands above all limitations. And then not only he rebuked like that, but he said, you should find him and go. And beg apology. So next morning he had to get out. And go into that area, and to find out where is that preacher. And searching here and there and there, ultimately he found that man, and priest, and then apologized, sorry, I did that yesterday, it was my mistake, uh, because you are also preaching the message of the Lord. See, this is the message which is needed in this age. So much of broadness, so much of Uh, That's why Swami Vivekananda wanted religion should be as profound as the depth of the ocean As broad as the vast infinite sky So this should be the length and breadth of religion And that is the inspiration what Sri Ramakrishna gives us And this is great And now we find that in the nation to rise As Swami Vivekananda said it is for India That's why you know Mahatma Gandhi was so popular Why? He became the national leader, only one leader, why? Because he was not only political, he was a spiritual personality. Uh, I have heard that those even of our monks who have listened to his talks, his lectures, they're inspired, he used to, they used to think he's a spiritual person talking about a freedom of the country in a different perspective. So that has the impact. Even recent stories in this America now, how the people are getting inspiration from the person who is speaking about something positive and concrete and spiritual. That spiritual touch can arouse the consciousness of the people in a higher level. But Sri Ramakrishna did not do anything for the political regeneration of the country directly. But indirectly, he has integrated the Indian culture into that old values of Standing on the level of peace and harmony, and also uniting the people as a spiritual student and its journey in the spiritual life. So enormous enthusiasm Sri Ramakrishna created, and the world can learn from that. Unity in diversity is the plan of this creation, and we have to accept that. And Sri Ramakrishna is strong on that point. There will be diversity. to make everyone the same is impossible it is not the plan of creation so divinity must be there that is the that is there in the diversity there is the depth in the depth of it is the truth and that diversity is a spice of life but how to find it superficial unity superficial way of bringing together maybe Intellectually we can bring it, we can think about the physical physical personalities as we look at ourselves. We can find unity in there, that level that we, I am also a human being. Medically, uh, the doctor treats uh, treat everyone of us the same way. No matter whether I am Indian, you are American or this and that matters little. You are man, you are woman, it's not the question. So in that medical level, uh, this, they can see as a human being as human. Emotionally, emotionally, eh, we all suffer. We all weep and cry when different situations come in our life. So we can feel that there is unity. Intellectually, we can find that there is a ground behind us which makes a synthesis of all of us. But it does not stay long unless it is rooted into the ground of realization of the divine. So real unity comes. By diving deep into the basis of our very existence which is God. And Sri Ramakrishna brought this harmony. Inspired every sect to follow their own path sincerely. And keep the respectful attitude with others. And actually Sri Ramakrishna (coughs) came as if ordained by God. And he himself is God if we don't say. It is surprising that he came from a village. And he was drawn... Be a place to serve as a priest and that's the unique temple at Dakshinesha, which was planned by mother, divine mother. Rani Rasmani created that. It is also a platform of harmony which is very unusual to think about that in the same place there is mother worship going on, another side Shiva, Okay that we understand Shiva and Parvati can go together Mother and Shiva can go together But here is Krishna Which is not Very a good combination there Uh, Because it is Krishna and Mother And Shiva Don't get along But a platform has been created by divine will That Ramakrishna came into that platform and he found that here is mother worship. He started his journey from worshipping the Krishna in the temple, Radha Krishna. Vaishnava. Vaishnavism. And this is Sakvaism. How come they can go together? But a platform has been prepared before Ramakrishna's advent by the divine will, the got um, Gadda vision. And mother said, Why go here and there? Establish my temple here. And he was instructed; she was instructed to create her temple. But I do not know why she foolishly created this Radha Krishna temple and Shiva temple. It is it is unusual. That is the platform of harmony, which is coming in the for the good of humanity. And you see, even Sami Vivekananda was thinking whether he will come into this country or not. But it was surprisingly it is found that a platform has been created in Chicago uh, where all religions are meeting for the first time. And Swami Vivekananda in one place said everything is going on for this person to his brother, disciples he told. Uh, He was intuitively knew that something he has to do there. And we know that that parliament of religions, that impact of that is tremendous where all the religions are sitting together now to think the underground principles of the truth, and that is the beginning. And Swami Vivekananda came there, uh, totally drawn by divine will, without no introduction, without any uh, of his chance to get an admission into that uh, lecture hall. But he was anyhow. Roundabout way came, 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 came. And an unknown person brought the message of harmony and peace which is the goal of that parliament. And we see that how that impact is going on all over the this country and also in other countries about how to understand, how to respect, how to love other religions and path, and at the same time deepen their own spiritual life. So this is the one great inspiration of Sri Ramakrishna, and this was very much needed for this age. Incarnations always come. What is the need, future need coming? And it will inundate the human psyche for thousands and thousands of years to bring harmony and peace. Now, Sri Ramakrishna stands as an ideal before as an inspiration to the householders. Normally, people will think, oh, we are in the day-to-day duties and responsibilities, we are married, we have so much, where is the time? There is always a little distinction between the monks and the householders. In Indian tradition, it is there. Even today, it is there. But it is Sri Ramakrishna who brought, who brought this wonderful ideal that it is householder's life which is in ancient past was so much adored that this has its own place and that itself can bring spiritual realization if the values of the householder life is kept alive. He himself married. The only other incarnations uh, sometimes they are scared to do that. Even they married, Buddha married but he had to live, abandon the wife. Sri uh, Chaitanya married but he has to leave back wife because in spiritual life that is not tenable two together because they will have to show the example at that particular time but Sri Ramakrishna was so bold he didn't he not only married but he selected the marriage whom he will marry and he pointed out to her and then marriage was arranged according to that plan And we find that what a marriage. This marriage leading to that highest experience of life. Husband and wife living together. Holy Mother saying that I never been wounded or hurt by even with a soft touch of flower hitting me. Sri Ramakrishna never hit me with a flower, even. My God, what a relationship. Who can say this in household life? Husband and wife. We are so good all the time, nobody, nothing has happened ever in our life. <laughs> but here is the idea. He said, yes, you have to marry, and it is the life, but go through it and make it spiritual. And how it can be, that's right, that is the traditional idea, that marriage should be leading to the ultimate goal of realization of God, God realization, and both will be, it's a partner. In the helping each other in the journey of that spiritual growth. And Sri Ramakrishna stands, that's why his advice is strong. He said, after one or two, two or one or two, or oh, two or three, whatever, uh, children live like brother and sister. What a goal he is placing before the married uh, couple in the society to have some experience of life, but at the same time, the highest goal is God's realization and how it should be a helping partner. One will help the other. Both will meditate, both will sit together, both will learn something spiritual, practice their spiritual discipline. And then gradually, gradually, they will fall in love with God so much that the other attractions will fall from their mind. And that will lead the state of that perfect peace and harmony. And the goal of life is achieved in that place. So that is a great inspiration in the life of Sri Ramakrishna. We get many examples how in their being together. Ramakrishna is asking Holy Mother to stay together. But what a life. Sri Ramakrishna is whole night in ecstasy. And Holy Mother could not sleep. Huh? He is going to almost some point he is going to be like a dead body. Huh? No breath, nothing and Mother was very upset what to do. Then his teaching, No, when I go to such moods, you utter such mantra in my ear, and then I will come down, mind will come down. Then she tried, but in certain occasion it was such serious samadhi that Holy Mother was scared and then ran to call Hriday. And then Hriday will come and just chant something and come down. Seeing that situation, Holy Mother said, Okay, better you. uh live separately because your whole night's sleep is gone. See? He's concerned about his her sleep. <laughs> she he is concerned. He has he's like a monk par excellent. But he is inquiring how many chapatis, how many food, how much food you take? Well, why are you asking such thing? A woman don't say like that. It's a very uh, insulting thing to ask how many how much bread, how many pieces of bread do you eat? no 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 he, Ramakrishna is calculating that means how much money will be needed for her uh, after Ramakrishna dies see the calculation he cannot calculate anything but he is calculating how many bread per day so how much will be the total expense of the month then how much deposit it can be fixed deposit can be kept so that the interest will for uh, her see concern about the wife is so much but at the same time it's like a making a great journey and keeping an ideal before the whole humanity Mahasarada as an example of womanhood how, how the world should, should rise above into the dignity of the real divine woman which is inside the divinity manifested and this is Ramakrishna Ramakrishna worshipped wife most of the cases in this country and in every country in India you go, uh, the battering of the women, battering, there's so much of violence and this and that going on in the name of marriage. Why do you marry and then fight? God knows. But that happens. <laughs> 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 and fighting to that extreme, they kill each other even. But here he is a Ramakrishna married. is a unique marriage and he not only married and he worshipped his own wife and put flowers at the feet of the, uh, his wife. What type of marriage is this? <laughs> Anyhow, he is par-excellent example. That's an inspiration. As Ramakrishna said, "I have done sixteen annas, means hundred cent. You do only one cent. A practice that is enough for you. He he stands for the ideal condition, where it is very difficult to even think about the possibility of that to bring into our life. But there is every possibility." this concession is there he is an avatar he has done that extreme you do this at least love your wife if you cannot love your wife you cannot love your husband Where what love love you talk about God love loving God it is impossible if you cannot do this much for your wife or for your husband so he placed a great ideal how forgetting the other side of it focusing on the divinity of each other Ramakrishna worshipping Holy Mother as the Divine Mother and Holy Mother used to see Ramakrishna no other than God. So, in a high position, high pedestal, Holy Mother used to place Sri Ramakrishna. This is the esteem, disrespect in our individual life which can bring the whole world, a new inspiration for married life. And for renunciate life, you know, he was power excellent in that, even what the question of uh, collecting money or spending money for the personal use, even to touch money will make him uh, make him sometimes extremely pain, feel the pain. He's so much out of this touch of this money and all this wealth which the whole world is running about. He stands there and renunciates ideal renunciation. With that renunciation, the world has never seen. So pure, so dedicated to God, so childlike, simple, innocent, and so much detached from everything of the world that even Swami Vivekananda touching are testing him with a coin, he tested that it is Sri Ramakrishna's be- hand is bending. He is becoming feeling breathless. with The touch of coin. We feel joy when touch of coin comes, it goes into our pocket. And he is such a unique person. Touch of a coin making him bend like that, but our bend is here. <laughs> so Sri Ramakrishna stands there as an ideal of love, ideal of harmony. So I wanted to make four points now here that one point was that he put a ultimate value of life second point we tried to place that he stands for making peace in the society and third point is the religion parliament of religious idea and fifth is the ideal of household life and the sixth point is the monastic life though we cannot develop those two anyway We crave the blessings of Sri Ramakrishna so that our life becomes fulfilled. Thank you. so today we will have our vivekananda house uh, at, at we go there at 4 o'clock for our meditation singing and reading from sami vivekananda every month we go this one sunday and that is today in pasadena and then other classes are as usual and anything to be announced no okay and after this, we will be meeting in our greenhouse for question and answer. I will chant another prayer to Sri Ramakrishna, meditation on Sri Ramakrishna. Om Vitaritu Mabatiranam Jnana Bhakti Prashanti Pranayogolita Chittam Jiva Dukkha Svetnam. Drita sahaja samadhi chinmayam komalangam bimala paramahamsham ramakrishnan bhayamam. Om shanti shanti shantihi. We worship the stainless paramahamsa, Sri Ramakrishna, who took human birth to spread knowledge, devotion and peace, whose heart melted with love and who could not bear the suffering of mankind whose mind naturally dwelled in the highest state of meditation, and who, though possessing a tender human body, is the embodiment of pure consciousness and bliss. Om, peace, peace, peace be us